You're tuned in to the Main Hustle Side Hustle Podcast, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. Think like a hustler. Welcome back to part two of our interview with Jason Gardner, owner of B-Leaf Cigars and Trap Fusion Restaurant. We're going to change gears and we're going to talk about Trap Fusion. Trap Because food. I'm not going to lie to you. I love food. And so I had tasted y'all um, with the jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. I tasted that at like chicken and beer. Chicken and beer. Chicken and okay. beer down there at, uh, at the Liberty Bowl. And I tasted that, and I was like, okay, this is good. You know, chicken is good or whatever. So, so when, you open, when you open Trail Fusion, I had tasted the jerk chicken at the uh, Chicken and Beer Festival at the Liberty Bowl. And when you open the restaurant, I'm not going to lie. I was like, I tasted jerk chicken, but what the rest of, you know, what the, rest of the menu going to look like? Then I, I see the menu, I see stuff like Skinny Pimp. And what what other kind of what other names for stuff oh, y'all got? Yeah. And I was uh, like, these I'm tripping. <clears throat> Skin of pimp, Getty green tomatoes, mm, game bang shrimps. <laughs> um, I got a little bit. Of, I'm from Memphis, Maine. Is one of our specials. I'm from Memphis, Maine. That's what I'm. I'm from on. Memphis. That's the spaghetti and the, uh, spaghetti fish and coleslaw oh, that's what I'm with white bread. When I went, light that's bread. right. When light I, bread. When I went to college, that was the first time. Oh, you realize that, that, that people don't think a, spaghetti yeah, is a side. They, they, they definitely like, don't yeah, eat they the were fish. like, spaghetti is an entree. I'm like, whoa, wait a That's minute. That's a side, man. baby. I'm like, you don't eat fish and spaghetti together? They're like, no, spaghetti a is a... Midwestern kind yeah, of southern so I, thing. That, that kind of blew my mind. But but yeah, tell us some. Tell us a little bit about what went into... And because it seems like the approach was totally different to Trap Fusion as far as the... You know the 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 audience, the demographic you would have. Um, um, one thing with trap fusion, we just wanted to bring something funky, fun, cool, and we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it our way. Forget what the people say, and it's gonna we're gonna have fun with it. Um, the product, once again, the product will speak for itself. Product and presentation. Um, really, with trap fusion, we serving gourmet meals out of takeout spot. You know, black and salmon. Um, you know, just healthy soul food with a twist. And basically, it's how we've been eating. You know, I got friends who have been saying, hey, you need to be cooking in your own restaurant. I've been getting told that for years. Mm-hmm. Um, my business partner, Monique, um, she's been in the restaurant game for a while. She had a bakery, um, what's it called, Cutie Pies, or what's, what's mm-hmm. the name of it? Patty Cakes. Yeah. Patty Cakes. She was in Cordova for a long time. Uh, when when that venture ended for her, she opened up Laura's Kitchen, um, and when she had that restaurant, it was on Germantown Parkway over there by Gus's Fried Chicken for a while, mm-hmm. um, and she just kind of got fed up with the brick and mortar. So me and her kind of partner and ventured together on the Laura's Kitchen food truck, which you guys have seen out it'd be out rolling around town. Um, but how? When we bought the food truck, we needed a commercial kitchen, and we we really wanted to just cater parties and just kind of be a catering type mm-hmm. thing. Um, no way in the world, in no shape, form, or fashion, did we think Trap Fusion was going to end up being a hit like it is now. Um, Trap Fusion has been open a little bit over ninety days, and we've served over two, three thousand customers. Is it all? Ninety wow, days. Wow, really? Ninety days. Oh, we run in about. 
we serve about 200 meals a day, um, in which we never thought it would be, you know, it's just something that we wanted to do just for fun, you know, and um, I always thought people, it's it not enough good food in Memphis. A lot of people say it's, in good, it's good food in Memphis, but it's a lot of messed up taste buds in Memphis. <laughs> you know, they eating the same food I'm eating. I've been to some places, and this is not good, but people right. love it. And I was like, you know, we can push out a product that can smash this product. And um, we just always in the kitchen having fun. And the, the name Trap Fusion, I'm considered Chef Trap. Okay. Um, <laughs> my my story is a little different. I, I come, you know, inner city, self-taught chef, um, just creating and, and making things, you know, trap style, you know, it's, it's in the trap, we just yeah, we making exactly. it. Exactly, we we cook it. We making it do what it do. Right. Uh, whereas Monique would consider her chef fusion. She's the one that had the past restaurant experience, and you fuse trap and fusion come together and make trap fusion, which is a totally different twist. A lot of people look at the name like, "What the hell is a trap fusion?" <laughs> come see it. Come see it and come taste it for yourself. That's the only thing I can say. Um, if you haven't been there, you're cheating yourself. Yeah. I'm cheating myself. I agree, Lisa. You cheating within the next man. seven days. Hey, I'm gonna hold you to that. Hold me to it. She can hold you to that. She can say, and I'm glad you talked about the name because I was gonna ask you about that. So the times I've been in there, so the guys, the guys back there cooking, because you're not back there cooking all the time. Absolutely. So are there like trained chefs back there? Like, are there? Are you guys giving all the recipes, or is it? Everything, everything that Trap Fusion make is myself and Monique's recipes. Okay. All these are our recipes. Um, this is how we cook at home. This is something that we really wanted. Um, our chefs, we got one chef, uh, Chef Tars. Um, chef Tars was actually a chef with the Grizzlies for a while. Um, so his background is more, he's French trained, Lacole Culinaire. The um, he's more of a trained chef. And we're we're gonna we're gonna double back on that in a minute because it's, it's a difference with these train chefs. You know, I keep telling you, the train chef versus somebody, somebody that can your just grandma cook. taught you. Yeah, yeah. The train chef can never hold up to what a grandma taught you. Right. You know. Um, and then we got Chris. Chris is one of our younger chefs who came in from the country club. Um, and we got a couple of younger chefs that's coming in behind them, and it's just been something. Mixing all the, the cooking styles, everybody come from different cooking backgrounds. So it's just trap fusion is just all about being creative with dishes and just doing something that nobody else would do. Name your dishes, whatever you want to name them. And with trap fusion, we do whatever we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great product. Y'all have like a, what is it, Taste Test Tuesday or something Taste like Test that? Taste Tuesday. They like bringing out just new stuff they done yeah. thought of. And absolutely. So on Taste Test Tuesdays, we roll out dishes. We just go in the kitchen and we just cook. Um, you know, and it's just something maybe we've done research on. You know, it, as you can see, a lot of people think one of us is Jamaican. A lot of people think one of us is Southern. Actually, we're neither. We're just well-traveled and mm-hmm. we just like different flavors. So if you look at our menu, you get a little bit of Southerness. We're going to have the vegan food um, to... Up north, and, and when we first started, the menu was changing every day, and we was just creating different things. Now we have our daily specials, and and the the people have set the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what the people want, what the people been asking for. So, you know, our our motto was farm the table. 
So everything that we bring is actually farm-grown produce. So as you'll see, we're going to start transitioning out our vegetables. Summer's over, so some of those vegetables we won't be able to get. So right. you'll see a little bit different vegetables hitting the menu soon. Um, you'll see a couple of different meals hitting the menu soon. So it's just different things that we've put in place um, and just bringing fresh, healthy food to that neighborhood. It's a food desert. Mm-hmm. Um, the city jumped behind it. Once we presented it to the city, they jumped behind it and jumped on it. Um, shout out to Trayman Knight with the Greater Whitehaven Economic Development Group. Um, he's He's been a big supporter of us. Um, and Trey's doing great things in Whitehaven, just really bringing the community back. You know, one thing that I realized, people in Whitehaven, they actually love the community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just one of those things where we got to keep on doing it. Uh, we just take them back out of community. That's one place they want. And we won't. So we kind of scrape and the scramble. So we're going we gonna to get every piece of it that we can get back. We grew up there. And it's like the Harlem of Memphis. I consider Whitehaven the, the Harlem of Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a deeply rooted, cultured, black neighborhood um, that people just absolutely love. You know? Yeah. My folks still live in Whitehaven. Ain't nobody moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was on the fringe. Whitehaven, Westwood. In between it. Well, you cool yeah. too. You yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. You might know how to fight a little bit. Now <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. Little some. Um. So as we talk about the two different, they're kind of like night and day. What would you say as far as like your business approach, whether that's um, your customers or clients? What would you say is the the biggest difference between running the two? Biggest difference. Actually, you know, they're different. It's night and day, but in such a way, they're such the same. Um, once again, I think it all comes down to customer service and how you deal with the people. You know, um, I know restaurants that don't have the best food, you know. However, the customer service is, is, is second to none. Mm-hmm. You know, Chick-fil-A is not one of my favorites. But right. Chick-fil-A customer service, you know, they all right with chicken. Just for that. They all right with chicken, you know. It's I really agree. a plain little James chicken <laughs> Yep, sandwich. I agree. However, you go in there and you get that service to go with that chicken sandwich. Right. They make that chicken that's, sandwich a team. Right. That's right. You know, it's a that's pleasure, why it's people a pleasure come to back. take your order today. Exactly. Yes, have my a, pleasure. You have a blessed day, Andre. Like, exactly. you know your name and everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you want to you create, like I say, that business model, mimicking that business model, following that blueprint that's already been successful and, and just making it yours and taking little pieces, you know, not to say, not to plagiarize the blueprint. Right. However, take bits and pieces from everything that you see, streamline yours and make your own. And don't be so strong-headed to where people can't give you constructive criticism, mm-hmm. you know. I was going to ask you about that. So how, so with belief is you and Antonio, and with Trap Fusion, it's you and what's what's the it's name? Marquee, you Marquee, shout out Monique to Marquee, Williams. Root to the Q. But um, how so so how does that dynamic? When I'm sure everybody don't agree on everything. You're not like you're so, absolutely not. You know, um, I would say it's more like brother sister relationships. Somebody's gonna be neutral. Um, me and Tonyo get at each other's throat. We fall out. But we, we, and, and we argue and we we don't agree, but you're not gonna agree on everything. And that's that's one thing you have to realize. Hey, I'm not gonna agree on everything. However, we got a business to run, so we gotta right. keep our people first. And we don't fight in the public. We don't let everybody know. Hey, we having a disagreement. Right. We're gonna go behind closed doors. We're gonna hash it out. 
we're gonna, but at the end of the day, we're gonna figure out what works best for the business. Um, and then sometimes you just have to set those egos aside and and set those attitudes aside. And I think that's what we mess up as business owners. Everybody want everything to go that way. Everybody want to do it a certain way, but you can't do it all by yourself. And that's one thing I've learned. That was my next question. You cannot do it all by yourself. Partnership. You know, uh, partnerships, everybody has. And with the way that it goes, those partnerships, we got this social media engine. And social media is the number one marketing tool that you can use Absolutely. right now. I, every business we got, we haven't paid for any marketing. Social media, social media, social media. I can't tell you no more how much social media is a blessing, man. And and just building that rapport. Like, for example, Dre, I think me and you was texting one day. You came by the restaurant. The next day you got a text from Dre. What's up with that food, man? What you think about it? You know, I'm hitting your line. If I know you, I'm asking you, give me the good and the bad. You know, don't sugarcoat it for me. Tell me exactly what you like and what you didn't like so that I can improve that product. Don't go behind me talking behind my back saying, yeah. oh, I ain't really like that burger. This shit tastes... I'm, you good. <laughs> but it tastes like crap. You know, if, if my food tastes like crap or if something that I produce didn't please you, come tell me. Um, and I think that's one thing we, for the fear of hurting someone's feelings or for the fear of, of, of not saying you like the product. There's no better criticism than coming from your folks. And it's not hating. It's just hate. They may not like it, and I don't take it as hating. I, I take it as fuel to the fire, and every little bit helps. Mm-hmm. That, that's how you get better. I read a book years ago. One of one of the things in the book it said, um, "Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to face the brutal facts." And so, if you say you try something on Taste Test Tuesday, and it didn't turn out the best, you don't want people telling, "Oh, it's cool," versus telling, "Nah, you, and you, you keep should. Doing you, you need it. to rethink that." And then you roll it out. And the, and the people don't like it. You know what I'm saying? That's why we got Taste Test Tuesday. Taste Test Tuesday is something that we created so the people can and create a demand and the people can say, hey, this is what we want. Um, if you've been watching our media for the last couple of weeks, we've introduced the turkey wing. Um, I occasionally lemon pepper turkey wing is second to none. I mean, anything that I put out or anything that we put out, myself or my team, anything believing from our juices, I, we break the internet with juice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's actually um, what I heard about first. Yeah, the juice. I mean, and then we introduced jerk chicken pasta, which broke the internet. And all this is I just creative like ideas, the pastas. Um, our flavors are just off the chart as far as when it comes in. We put quality in our products. Uh, we travel far and beyond. And that's one thing that we do. You know, I'll travel to Atlanta once a month just for certain spices that I can't find here in the city. Just to go taste um, food from other shelves. When I go out the country... Um, for example, I just got back from Belize. In Belize, I got cool with a restaurant owner. He wanted to know how to make shrimp and grits. Oh. Guess what? That's one of my specialties. I wanted to learn how to make a dish on his menu. So I got cool with him while I was over there. We ended up talking and exchanging ideas and just piggyback off on each other and, and just really making it happen. So, you know, you got to create friends in the, in the game that you're in, create a culture, build your rapport. Man, build you a team around you, make some phone calls. And and that's one thing that I had to get over. You know, um, I got a lot of people phoning on my phone, but I'm one of them guys that's prideful, man. I'm not going to ask nobody for shit. I don't need you. Um, But now I'm to the point now. Nah, he said he got dick. Let me call him up. Let me call him up. Let me go and use this lifeline. Yeah, let me go and use this lifeline. And we know people who be scared to ask for help. Damn it. I'm asking for, hey, where you at? Hey, look, share this, do this. Um and it just bringing getting everybody involved. 
Yeah. Cut down on mistakes. Absolutely. Cut down on a whole lot of mistakes. And by the way, so he did. I did go there one day. He texted me when I left. How the food? I sent it. You asked. I sent him a picture back with an empty box. Man, it was so good. Hey, and that's what I we sent want, him that man. Empty box know? back. But yeah, man. Um, and you know, it's stand behind your product. Some people are so prideful that they feel like they got the best product. However, man, you got millions of taste buds out here, and you can't please everyone. You're not yeah. gonna never please everyone. Yeah. You know, so. Just make sure you continue to provide a great product and, and do what you do and believe in what you got. You know, and the people believe in it. When they see your attitude and you believe in it, yeah, they you come, come over there and be like, hey, taste this. <laughs> My eyes gonna be big. I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm telling you, this is gonna be the best thing you ever ate. And you're gonna eat it, you're gonna be like, damn, that's good. So, you know, the the internet, if you just watch our social media page, we have people tasting everything. People who aren't vegan, we got them tasting vegan food. Just to see if it appealed to those people. Mm-hmm. We know you're not vegan, but taste this. You like it. Like, we rolled out a Buffalo Hummus. I don't like wow. Hummus. I don't like Hummus. <laughs> I don't like vegan food. <laughs> However, I'm going to make it, and I'm going I'm to put it out there right. to the people just because of my palate preference. I, it's nothing that I cannot make. Um, so it's just one of them things, man. Just stick to your guns. Make it happen, and, and it'll work out for you. I don't have anything else. I mean... I'm good. So, I'm good. I mean, you kind of you kind of gave us a, you that's, know. That's a wonderful interview when you can an, answer the questions right, before we right. ask them. We usually ask anybody we have, we ask for like some parting words for people that's listening. I mean, you kind of did a lot of it already, but if it's anything, a mantra you got or Man. whatever that you done learned, come, you know, words, if, I can, if I can get you in the words, we can get your ass up in the morning, get out of bed, let your feet hit the flow and go. That's it. You got to get to it. You know, every day we got 24 hours. However, being an entrepreneur, everybody think it's cool. It's easy. I bump it to people in the street say, hey, man, you got this and this. You got that bag. No, I work my ass off. You know, I get up every morning like I'm going to a job. You know, I don't lay around. Because you are. Exactly. So a lot of people don't understand entrepreneurship is when you all engulfed in you. You know, sometimes it's 12, 14 days. It's sacrifice. On top of sacrifice, I miss, sometime I may miss an event that my baby may be having because I'm trying to satisfy a customer. So, you know, you got to take that sacrifice and take those baby steps. You know, I tell a lot of people, a business is like a baby. And, and you look at that timeline for the first one or two years, you need to be there yourself. That's your baby, mm-hmm. you know. Until that baby can crawl a little bit, you can't take your hands off of it. So just stay diligent, stay motivated, stay humble, stay prayed up, and just keep it rolling. That's it. And tell us for both of your businesses where people can find you, where they can find Belief, where they can um, Belief Cigar Company. You can find us on the internet. We just better yet, y'all just said that we just dropped our um, just dropped our new website www.beliefcigars.com. So you can go on there. You can buy cigars online now. Go out there and check out the website. We got apparel. We got all that good stuff. Also, you can find us on social media um, at Belief Cigar Company. Um, that's on Instagram as well as Facebook. I don't, I don't do all the Twitter and all that. I'd be trying to get into it, but get too much into going it. Too much get going into on. It. Um, but I get that when I get a little bit more money, well, I can pay somebody to manage these social media <laughs> accounts. But right now, me and Tony on our team, we do it ourselves. Um, with Trap Fusion, you can find us at Trap Fusion 901. Um, Instagram and Facebook. The address to Belief Cigar Company is 4637. Um, no, shit, that's wrong. 4637 <laughs> Bornshire 
is uh, there's where Trap Fusion is located. 4593 Elvis Presley Boulevard, Suite 108, um, is where um, Belief is, is nested. So, you know, check us out. Keep your eyes open. We got some more coming down the pipeline. Next month, we'll be launching a new company. Um, and that's going to be re- very, very exciting. I'm excited about that. Wait a minute. Another one? We're launching an, another new company. Um, you know, it's... Um, it's going to be a home-based company. Actually, we're going to be launching a minority-based pest control company soon. Awesome. Uh, so just keep wow. your eyes out for that. That'll be Man. it's all ready to go. Everything's lined up. So you'll see our trucks. You'll see our people in uniforms. Um, you know, and it's, it's the model from my past experience, uh, my past corporate experience. Mm-hmm. I work for one of the biggest pest control companies in the world. I actually work for the biggest pest control company in the world. Um, a lot of people may not know I worked for Terminix for a very long time. And that's just a passion of mine. I got all the licenses and everything, so why not make that happen as well? So when y'all see the chicken roast coming across the screen, y'all just know <laughs> <laughs> the chicken <laughs> roast. We gonna we gonna talk about this. So, so you we know, gotta have you back on. Um, y'all launched so it. That's gonna launch uh, late October. Um, and man, this is it's a lot of excitement around what we're doing. Trap Fusion is going well. Belief is going well. It's growing. Um, hopefully we'll be opening up a new location soon, somewhere in the near future. Y'all, holler at us. Y'all need a cigar shop in your neighborhood. Let us know where we need to come. Talk to us. Let us know what we need to be doing. Um, you know, we need the people feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, so let us know. And man, I appreciate y'all for having me. You've been listening to Main Hustle Side Hustle Podcast. Join us next week for the next episode.